Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. And I'm hanging out with you in the LitcoMetals.com studio for a Thursday, May 19th edition of the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Glad you're with me in however form it might be. If you're streaming, if you're using the Alexa device, if you're in your car at 93.7, your office, on the radio, whatever it might be. You can join in on the discussion by texting 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. The Facebook page is North Mississippi Spotlight on Twitter at GDARP65. That's all the ways to get in on the program. It's 9.07, and today's show, we'll talk a little registration for the summer sessions and the fall with Dr. Tanyel Rush, and then the world of softball where for the first time in program history, Northwest Softball will be playing for a national championship. Coach Chelsea Bramlett will be on with me in the second portion of the show. And so we congratulate them. We'll go ahead and tell you they swept through the Region 23 tournament. We've mentioned it on other shows. But they knocked off LSU Eunice in the first game, stayed in the winner's bracket and beat rival Northeast, waited. Northeast came back to them beat them, and then the LSU Eunice team that they played on the opening day of the Region 23 tournament made their way through the loser's bracket, and Northwest won that one as well. 35-13, one win off of the all-time best in program history, but they are playing for the NJCAA Division II National Championship next week in Oxford, Alabama. So we'll talk registration with Dr. Rush. We'll talk softball with Coach Bramlett. And we'll have that discussion for you in today's program. Pickens Pest Control bringing this first little outlook of things to you. Our weather forecast as well. If you have issues, call them 662-234-2207. That is 234-2207. Got a little warm yesterday, did it not? We had set around 90 and it actually bumped up in some of the areas into the 92, 93, 94 degree range. We might expect it again already in the upper 70s, around 90 for the day, 69 the overnight low. And we do have SEC baseball going on, Oxford and Starkville this this week as the final three regular season games go on. So if you're planning to go to either event, you'll know that uh, it'll be in the 70s for baseball game time. Friday, 88 for the high. 69, the overnight low, sunny, and then Saturday, 90, partly cloudy. The chance for rain comes in on Sunday for some thunderstorms in the mid-70s. And we'll have a chance of scattered thunderstorms for four or five days now in our extended forecast. M.traffic.com, that's the best place to go find out some things, but still doing work in and around our North Mississippi area on the, the major interstate systems. And then, of course, all kind of work going on in the different cities that you live in. I know that. We live in one where the studio is, where there's lots of construction. So drive slow, drive safe. Buckle it up. Next week is Click It or Ticket. We'll talk more about that on Tuesday's program, I'm sure. So we want to make sure that uh, we're obeying all those rules and doing the things that we should on our roadways 
Lots of discussion and different things to go on today. We'll, at the back end of the program, talk a little bit about Hernando softball. One win away from back-to-back 6A softball state championships. I have been promoting baseball this week and just totally misread the schedule. That doesn't come to next week, but we'll talk about that as well and more on today's program. But it is the Northwest Ranger Hour. It is all NWCC from here on to the very last few minutes of this program. When we update you on a few things and get you ready for the rest of the day on Super Talk and tomorrow's North Mississippi Spotlight. But for now, Northwest Ranger discussion continues. Dr. Tanya Rush next. You're listening to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 and stream live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Our friends at Sycamore Bank and Northwest Community College, so kind to be a part of the 9 to 10 a.m. hour. The Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour is what we call it. All things Northwest Community College. Coming up in the next interview, we'll have softball coach Chelsea Bramlett on. Her club just won four straight in the Region 23 tournament and advanced to the NJCAA Division II National Championships. At the back end of this interview, I'm going to ask Dr. Tanya Rush, who is Associate Vice President of Student Services and Enrollment, a little bit about student-athletes and more and kind of lead into uh, my softball interview that's coming up a little bit later on. But we welcome Dr. Rush back to the program. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Gary? Well, I'm good. I'm talking on the radio from 9 to 10, and I would assume since, you know, graduation is done, you have nothing else to do uh, (laughs) but be on from 9 to 10 and talk about Northwest Community College. There has to be nothing going on in your office, correct? Oh, yes, right. Yes, just absolutely (laughs) nothing to do. No, we are are revving up for our summer term, so just lots of preparation um, and getting ready for our summer students. Absolutely. It is nonstop. I know that, and I know that you are busy in getting ready to, to bring in some students, but let me ask you this. We've gotten to that graduation that I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, was it a great semester? Did everything go as you would like for it to have, and, and now are we prepared to step into some summer classes along the way? Absolutely. We had a fantastic spring 22 semester. I am just very thankful and grateful to everyone here at the college for all the great work um, that they do, our faculty, um, our staff. And we just, graduation day, commencement day, which was May 6th, was just an amazing day on campus. Um, We hosted three beautiful um, ceremonies. We had School of Health Sciences that morning at 8 o'clock, and our career and technical students were at 11 a.m., and then our academic instruction was at 2 p.m., and so we had an opportunity to see over 600-plus students walk across the stage, and that is what all of our work is for, um, for our students and helping them to progress and move forward to the next chapter in their lives. You, You mentioned that in the numbers, and that show prior to graduation I had Megan Harris, a student who who did graduate on that day, Miss NWCC, and Angela Dorch was on. And I think they were all so excited that moms, dads, grandmas, aunts, uncles, everybody could come back 
and see. And the big question was, how many people can I bring? You know, (laughs) how many people can I pack in Howard Coliseum to see the graduation? And I know that there was a large crowd and excitement just uh, again, Tanya, to do that, to see it in person, right? Absolutely. I mean, it was our first uh, spring indoor commencement since um, COVID, the own start of COVID. And so I was very excited along with Dr. Heindel and all the administration, our Miss Dorch and her team and admissions, everyone was just excited to be back indoors. No doubt. All right, now let's get some people registered for summer and then fall registration as well. Give us some times and dates so that we are sensitive to that and ready to, to get ready for a summer session. Absolutely. So right now we are preparing for summer registration. Currently, you do not have to wait Students, if you're listening in, prospective or returning students, you can stop by at any campus, Senatobia, DeSoto, or Oxford. Upcoming dates we have right now on campus registration will be next week, next Thursday and Friday, 830 to 3.30. So, again, please feel free to stop by our, our campuses those particular days. We will have staff um, and faculty available to assist you. If you are currently wanting to register today or tomorrow and you've already been accepted and admitted to the college, we can get you registered in classes today. No problem. All you have to do is email advising at northwestms.edu, and we will get you taken care of. And we also have our student services hotline. That number is 662-560-5000. There are representatives from all campuses that answer those phone lines. So don't worry if you remember 662-560-5000, we can get you taken care of. Here are our upcoming dates. Our classes for first-term classes and online will start Tuesday, May the 31st. Okay. So time is coming up very quick. Tuesday, May 31st is the first day of class. Um, Our on-campus classes, again, are located at Senatobia, DeSoto, and Oxford. We also have evening classes um, at our DeSoto um, and Oxford campuses. So if students are interested in evening classes, we have that available as well. Um, Our online classes, as well as our evening classes, they, um, they run the entire summer, so June and July. But if you're taking a one Um, semester class in June in the daytime, that course is just four weeks. So it's just the entire month of June, or if you decide to come into our second term, that course is just the month of July. But we're, again, registering online as well. So if you're unable to come to campus or if you're on a summer vacation and you want to take some classes this summer, register for our Northwest online program. We have Lots of classes for you to take, and those will start May 31st. She mentioned the call center line, which is 560-5000, friends, 560-5000. I'm online at northwestms.edu. Very simple process if they want to go through and read and then do it online. They can do that. They can make the phone calls. You guys have made it as simple as possible for somebody to register for any of the classes that are going on. Yes, sir. That is our goal at the college is to make it very easy for students to register. We want you here. 
We want you here as a Northwest Ranger, and so we're going to do everything we can to get you here and have you taken care of. Dr. Rush, uh, when we get done with this here in a minute or two, I'm going to bring the softball coach on Chelsea Bramlett, and they're still playing softball, right? They're still fighting for a national championship. Yeah! Baseball is season so isn't it great? Baseball season just finished in the Region Twenty Three tournament, and here's what I want you know to get you from from your perspective and from from your job, which is the Associate VP of Student Services and Enrollment, and in watching and in dealing with a student who also has so much time they have to put on in the field of play, and yet I have seen the releases that come out of a, the public relations office of the GPA of these students and, and how well as a team they have performed. That's got to be something this college is really proud of as well. Absolutely. We are so incredibly proud of our student athletes and the work that they do, not only on the field or on the mat or on the court, but what they're doing inside of the classroom. And as you said, Gary, our students have great team GPAs, um, great individual GPAs. Now, I just want to just thank the student athletes for, number one, having the dedication Mm -hmm. um, and taking the, you know, doing the hard work to be able to have good grades. I I thank the faculty um, that's worked with the students and teaching them and helping them along the way. We also give a shout-out to... Um, Mrs. Liesel Moat, she is our academic athletic um, advisor. Um, she helps coordinate and, and she stays, you know, with them. Um, she's with some of the students in uh, study hall or she's always working with them to make sure they have everything they need um, to be successful. I also thank our coaches. We could not make it without our coaches um, because they, again, motivate the students not only in the sport but also in the classroom and it's about that first word is we say they're student athletes no doubt i've been Um, involved with that with athletics for a long time and especially in the community college world because there's some long bus rides dr rush and and and, you know though you'll you'll see the students lights are on they got books they're doing things they've whatever the sport has been it's over and they're traveling back home and they're preparing for God bless them if they have an 8 a.m. class, you know, um, but but something like that. And and they are dedicated young men and women that are doing some great things in the classroom as well as off. So it's, it's always good uh, to, to find that and to see that and to brag on that just a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. So incredibly proud of our student athletes and just everyone, faculty, staff, administration, everyone. I'm just so proud of them, and especially our softball team. They've made program just school history, school history, and we're going forward into the nationals. Just excited. That's, that that's that is great. So now I've taken up enough of your time. I'll let you get back to your nothing else to do day um and you just relax kick your feet up (laughs) joking of course people and she knows that i am um uh, with with the work that's going on on the northwest campuses i'll give those times and dates again before the show is done but thanks for being on the program again and for joining us on this thursday thank you so much gary have a great day we'll come back and talk softball next this hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. Well, it's time to move into the second half of today's Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour and excited to get the opportunity to bring back 
the softball coach at Northwest. It is Coach Chelsea Bramlett. She's back with me. Coach, I guess you're in a good mood and things are going pretty well right now. Yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> right, but it's still business to be done. I get that, and uh, we'll get into that particular thing along the way. You know, we talked prior to the season, and we talked about your returning players, and specifically a lot of hitters, and then what it would be like in the circle. Could you be better there? And I think this season has proved that you are. Can we start there a little bit with your pitching and what that has meant to get you to where we are today? Yeah, I mean, Gabby Dickerson has stepped up. She has just done a really phenomenal job you know, in tight situations and, you know, everything. I've just been real proud of her um, and what she's been able to do. Um, you know, Megan has has been another one that has been pretty solid. Um, and then this last, uh, when we played Northeast this last time in regionals, you know, we started Kylie Brown. She kept them off for a few innings. Megan came in, kept them off for a few innings, and then we were able to let Gabby come in and, and finish it. So, you know, they, they're starting, you know, to really work together and gel together. And, and I'm just – I'm real proud of what they've done and, and how they've handled it. We also talked prior to the season about a challenging non-conference schedule. You knew going into, you know, the conference that there were going to be five or six of you that were nationally ranked softball teams. But you went out and you got some of those for, for the preseason, so to speak, games, right? The non-conference games mm-hmm. is, is what I'm talking about. How did that and the entire schedule help prepare you for what you did in the conference tournament and then in the region tournament to win that one this past weekend? Yeah, I mean, we played a tough, like you said, a tough non-conference schedule, you know, there in the beginning. And just I like getting my kids out there, you know, letting them see what what it's going to take to get there. Um, of course, we're in probably one of the toughest conferences in the nation, you know, and so about every game that we play helps us prepare, you know, to get there. Um, LSU Eunice was a really good team as well, you know, and I, I'm excited to be able to go with them to the World Series. Um, but, you know, when we see each other so many times, you know, like we do, it's it, it's anybody's game, you know, it's just back and forth. And, and to see that my kids, you know, came out on top and really just had that fight and stuff in them, you know, I think that's really, really what's got us to where we are. They've really just bought in. They've worked hard, and they want it. I mean, you know, I got to hand it to them. I guess to your point, you played Northeast. Was it maybe five times by the end of all this? So you did obviously yes. know each other. And prior to getting on, we were talking about the one coach. I had broadcasted a game somewhere and came back, and you guys played until I don't know one a.m. or whatever. And Northeast actually won that game. But can you talk about a little bit more with that? You know, they're high school kids that have seen each other. They're now playing on the college level against one another, and a little rivalry and 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 the familiarity. And then you were able to beat them twice in the region 23 yeah you know when we came when we played them in that 12 inning five hour getting done 1 a.m game you know we had just played icc earlier went into 10 innings um and i'm gonna be i'm not making excuses we were a little gassed i mean you know we just we were um we got down real far and honestly i kind of thought hey this you know might be over kind of quick, and then all of a sudden my kids battled back from like an 11-1 to 1 deficit, and, you know, they kept fighting, and that's what I told them at the end of the game. You know, I'm, I'm proud of, you know, for coming back, for gelling together, for, you know, fighting, and 
you know, it kind of worked to our advantage to be able to go home, get a little rest, you know, and then, you know, be matched up where we were in regionals. But it's, um, yeah, it's definitely hard when you see each other so many times, you know. But, um, you know, one good thing that we've got kind of going right now is it's only, you know, one, two games a day. So it's, you know, it's a little bit easier than playing those double headers and, and things like that. Coach, I want to get your overall roster take just a little bit because this is year three for you as head coach. That is that correct? Mm-hmm. And so yes. you, you've had some of these, you know, players uh, the entire time, right? I mean, you've had mm-hmm. you've had some that have been around with you because of the COVID situation and the way it's been. How important has that been for you? You know, as as your tenure has been there to to see these grow to the veterans that are now with you, know the system, what you want, and how that has turned into these wins here in 2022? Yeah, so Sage is my only kid that's been with me for all three years. She's my only COVID sophomore. Um, my other sophomores, this is their second year, you know, to be there. And then, you know, this is kind of our first group that me and Coach Young have recruited, and, you know, they're all ours. And you know, the sophomores have done an amazing job of being leaders. And whether they're on the field, off the field, I mean, we posted, a, I think it was a 3.76 GPA um, this semester. I mean, we're killing it in the classroom, and then they're doing the same thing on the field. And they know what I expect. You know, um, they, they know in practice, they know on in the classroom, they know on the field, in the dugout, you know, what I expect from them, and, and I expect the energy, and I expect, you know, them to be in the ball game and to give me everything they've got because they're going to get the same from me. And, you know, they've really bought in, and, and like I said, these sophomores have just they've kept everybody in line when we needed to. <laughs> uh, when you got a bunch of girls around, there's there's some drama occasionally, you know, but um, but they've done a great job with, you know, really just, getting together and, and, you know, supporting each other. And, and they, you know, I, I think that's a big reason we've done what we've done. You know, whether they're starting or not, I mean, they're up on the fence. They're cheering for each other. You know, differences aside, they, they, they're there for Northwest softball. And I think that's what, you know, has gotten them there. And the sophomores have, have been that leader, you know. Um, and they've also – performed gosh our, my sophomores have performed just absolutely amazing and it set the bar high and you know these freshmen have like I said they've bought in and and they've you know been working just as hard if not harder can I get you to talk individually about maybe one or so and specifically maybe Layla Armstrong and and what she has done when you look offensively at her numbers and then what she has done for you in the field as well. Being that leader, whether it's whether you look at the stat sheet or that person that's on the field, can you kind of expand on her just a little? Oh, awesome. She's been so much fun to coach. Um, she deserves so much more than what, you know, she's gotten so far. I think, you know, she's been player of the week a couple of times in my opinion and that got it. So, you know, just to have her keep grinding and, and finally getting it has, you know, been a big deal and getting it now, you know, when, when regionals are going, but she, uh, you know, of course she's fast, but she works so hard. Um, you know, she's, she's not necessarily the loudest one out there on the field, but she gets it done with her actions. She's constantly up in the dugout, constantly having that big smile. You know, she's just, she's really enjoying it. And she's one of the kids that, you know, you get to coach maybe once in a lifetime, just really enjoy being there. 
um, super athletic, but puts in even more work. And, you know, it's all it's all coming around for her. You know, like you said, on the stat sheet, it's going to be hard to beat her. You know, and on top of it, she's, you know, leading in steals and everything else, has a cannon in the outfield. I mean, she's, she's definitely one that's going to be hard to replace for sure. Coach, your team hit 329 to this point on the season, 57 home runs. The staggering number to me, and maybe I don't watch enough, I do watch and broadcast and do some things around the world of softball, 124 of 131 in the stolen base department. I mean, it's obvious you're putting pressure on the other team, plus able to, to hit and do those things as well. You've tried 131 times to steal a base and been successful 124. That That's amazing to me. Yeah, I, I I think I have to put that to a little bit of that's what I did in college. I was fast, and, you know, you got to kind of learn when to do it and when not to. And I'll be honest, I've got some kids that aren't real fast that have, you know, several stolen bases, you know, just from, you know, teaching them how to run the bases and, you know, making good decisions. And, I mean, hey, I, I can't even take credit for all the steals. <laughs> some of them I just give them the – the green light and say, hey, you know, you see something I don't see or you think you've got it, then, hey, let's do it. You know, I'm real big on them being aggressive and they know that, you know, hey, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get on to you for being overly aggressive. So, you know, and it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, they've done well. So now what's the plan, right? We'll, we'll get ready, and then next week you go to Oxford, Alabama, and you get ready for the Nationals. So do, do, do you get any rest? Do you let them sit for just a little bit? Or now where are we working and obviously getting ready for uh, this uh, National Championship tournament? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. We got done playing on Sunday, and I told them, you're off till Thursday. We're, you know, bumps and bruises need to be healed up, need to rest up and stuff a little bit. We don't play till Tuesday. Wednesday, you know, so I gave them some time off, and the way I told them is, you know, you're playing well now, and, hey, if you ain't got it by then, we, just, <laughs> we ain't got it. Um, you know, and so, like I said, we, we need to heal up a little bit, rest up a little bit. We've got a few, you know, minor aches and pains that, that you know, needed some time to, to kind of rest up and things like that. And, you know, so we'll come back tomorrow, and, you know, we'll get back to practice. We'll practice a few days. They'll give them weekend off, and then we'll come back and um, practice Monday, and we'll end up leaving on Monday. They have a banquet and all that kind of stuff for us uh, at the World Series, and then you know we'll start playing after after that. We don't know who we play yet. We're still, I'm still waiting on the bracket to get released. So, but we're hoping to go in as uh, you know one of the top seeds. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, it has been tremendous to watch. Uh, this over the last couple of years and definitely keeping up with it and talking about it on these Thursday programs. Tremendous year so far, but as as we've said in this interview and on the phone prior, there's still business to be done, Coach, and I know you're approaching it that way and the team will as well. From all of us listening, thank you for what's happened so far. Let's just continue. And let's add to that trophy case. There needs to be another stuck in there by the time you guys are done at Oxford, Alabama. That's the plan. We're excited. Thanks, Coach. Have a good day. Thank you, too. We'll be back and finish up this version of the show in just a few minutes. Hang on, people.
We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you and more to come. And you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. All of those things are true. 944, Gary Darby in the LitgoMetals.com studio. Talking with you on a Thursday, Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, and we thank our friends for being on today, Dr. Tanya Rush. You know all the details now about summer and fall registration, where to go, how to find all that. Moving into yet another busy middle of the year at NWCC. And big kudos again to all the ladies, the coaches as well on that Northwest softball team. We'll keep up. We should have their schedule out and and know more about the bracket and things uh, as the the maybe tomorrow or, or early next week and let you know uh, what should be going on for NWCC in softball. Speaking of that, a shout out to the baseball program as well. Coach Carson, Selby, Carlini, and company got on a run at the end of the year. Were able to you know get into. The Region 23 tournament and found themselves winning two out of three at Meridian, upsetting the number two seed of the region and getting into the Region 23 tournament group of six. Their season came to a close in Pearl River where they played the number one seed Pearl and then lost to Jones along the way. But another winning baseball season for the Rangers who will have several guys move on and play at the four-year level and will continue to watch and Get ready for next season now in baseball. Expect Coach Carson and company to be back where they normally are. They do these kinds of things each and every year. They win baseball games, and now we're watching Coach Bramlett and Coach Young, uh, her assistant coach in year number three, setting all kind of records as far as individuals are concerned throughout these three years. The, the batting has been unbelievable. They're now getting the pitching to go with it, winning games at a record clip. And we'll follow along with that. So for you know the sports world at Northwest, well, we're kind of obviously at the end of the year. We'll kind of catch up with some of those coaches and things maybe as we get ready with some camps and different things that may go on as the summer goes along. But we'll have a lot of great discussion on different things. I know that we were scheduled to have uh, Tim Hogan on. He's a former uh, baseball player, big Northwest alum. And we were going to talk with him this week. We've rescheduled, and we'll have him on next week on our Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. So be prepared for that and other great guests each and every Thursday as we do the program. Tomorrow, the plan uh, will break down a, a little bit like this as we get ready to to move into the weekend. As Brian Lentz uh, passes along the information bracket and seedings for softball supposed to be released tomorrow sometime. So it, it'll, it'll happen at 10.02 tomorrow, right? It'll happen at 10.02. The show will be over. Uh, but we'll pass it along on the social media and all of that kind of stuff. Tomorrow's program, Jake Thompson's going to come in studio with me. We haven't had Jake, I don't think, in, in, a, in a little while uh, for some help in getting into the discussion of the end of the SEC and, and college baseball's regular season. We'll have that. Uh, we will have some updates on different things in the high school world that we will get to. But also coming into studio and sitting down with me is Claude Gunter. We had Wayne Andrews and Caroline Parker on last Friday, 
and we were discussing different things that were helping with the Yatnapatafa Arts Council, and one of them is a thing that is called the Velvet Ditch Grand Fondo Bike Ride. It's a mouthful. Well, Claude's going to tell us all about it, what you could do. If you've got your the tires aired up on the bike, there was a gentleman going through our neighborhood like three times. Well, you can make the big circle throughout our entire neighborhood, and it's a little over a mile. And and he, he came by three, if not four times, riding his bike. And I yelled at him, and eventually, it was, and he even asked, are you getting prepared for a weekend ride? And he's, I'm just loosening up my knee. Well, that was about four, uh, four miles of, of, of pedaling <laughs> by the time he went by that third or fourth time. And, and, and that's some of what we'll see over the weekend. It's not necessarily a, a race with who could do it the fast. We're looking at all different kinds of things in the Oxford area, I understand. But Claude's going to tell us more about it when he's on the program tomorrow at 9.15, and then uh, the Jakester and I will continue and talk about other things that will be going on in the world of sports and, and anything else we might come across along the way. The Hernando High School softball team is one win away from a repeat of the MHSAA 6A state championship in softball. They got a 3-1 to one win over pedal yesterday. And the Lady Tigers play them again at 5 o'clock in the second game in the best of three final series. They're playing at the USM Softball Complex in Hattiesburg. Good luck to the Tigers and Hernando Softball. One went away from doing it in back-to-back years. And look, I've been obviously having some old man moments throughout and just have I've had my dates all wrong a lot, uh, the days all wrong a lot, and uh, that's that's been happening to me here uh, this week. I've been saying that the DeSoto Central baseball team was getting ready to play Northwest Rankin this week for the best two out of three in the state championship and all of the tournaments in the, in the public school world, all the classifications. Wrong. Uh, that's next week that it occurs. But DeSoto Central will play Northwest Rankin in Game 1 of the 6A Baseball State Championship next week, Wednesday at 7. So I correct myself for having said those things wrong multiple times this week, and I hope you haven't listened to me in that regard. I hope you've listened to me in a lot of other things, but where that is concerned, old Darb's been wrong this week. DeSoto Central Northwest Rankin Baseball 6A State Championship next week and i i was in here this morning and i was looking around last night and i couldn't find the scores so i messaged uh, my buddy and athletic director jake long there and he goes uh you know we beat oxford on monday and that's that's next week oh, okay <laughs> so thanks <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, we'll we'll follow that next week along the way coming up a little bit later on here in just a few minutes you'll get the the middays gerard I assume is hosting. Gallo was out this morning. Uh, Lucian Smith was on and hosting and carrying that three-hour program. We'll get from 10 until 1 with middays. It is Thursday, so the man Azar comes on with In a Mississippi Minute. He'll have a a great guest or two, I am sure, for you to listen to and carry your 2 to 3 p.m. Super Talk listening. Rebecca Turner will uh, will go with you for the hour, and then the Sports Talk Mississippi guys leading into college baseball 
on all of the Super Talk stations because both Ole Miss and Mississippi State are playing starting tonight in their weekend final regular season weekend series. The Ole Miss game, which will, of course, be heard right here against Texas A&M, is uh, scheduled to start for the 31-19 and Rebels, who've won seven straight games uh, against the current leader. They're tied with Arkansas, but they beat Arkansas in the, in the season, uh, Texas A&M Aggies. So the Rebs and the Aggies will get started tonight. 6.30 is the first pitch at OU Stadium Swayze Field. 6 o'clock airtime. So right as Richard and company end up their program, you'll have it on the Ole Miss Super Talk stations. Mississippi State, meanwhile, will be hosting Tennessee in theirs. And if you're traveling in and about the state of Mississippi on those Super Talk stations, there's some of uh, about split midway. I think, you know, there's 12 different groups or whatever that we may have in and along these 82 counties. And baseball starts at 6 in Starkville. And so a 5.30 airtime. And so those Super Talk stations will uh, cut in the middle of that last hour of Sports Talk Mississippi. And we will have a Rebel Strike Zone for you on Saturday. Lance and Old Darb will get together and we'll have the final regular season strike zone. Could, I, I, I guess, be the final strike zone as we'll go from noon until 1 on Saturday before that last regular season game with Ole Miss and nationally ranked Texas A&M. So all of that this weekend for you. And then the SEC tournament comes up. It goes Tuesday through Sunday. That's why I'm saying... You know, who knows, right? You get one on this this Saturday and then the SEC tournament. And depending on whether or not Ole Miss is playing, you know, on that Saturday, May 28 or not, as to whether we will do a show or not, that would mean that, that Ole Miss is getting ready to possibly play for the championship of the SEC tournament. And then you get the announcement of the NCAA regionals on that Monday, on May 30. And then if Ole Miss is continuing to play, we'll have another strike zone there into June. But we do know we have one coming up this weekend. All right, friends, this program is done. The Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Thanks to our guests again, Dr. Tanya Rush and softball coach Chelsea Bramlett. Good luck to the softball team uh, when they get started. And when we find out that bracket, we'll pass it along to you as well. Tomorrow, we'll talk bike riding and other sporting events, plus remind you of the things that will be going on in North Mississippi. There are a lot of things happening up and down I-55 if you want to participate. Spring Fest is going on. I think Tate County has their Tate County Fair going on. A Fair is going on in Hernando. Busy weekend up and down I-55 for you to take in a lot of festivals and carnivals and such, if you wish. I'll be back tomorrow at 9. So long.